Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation. Happy to be back with you. And, of course, one of the major topics, not only here in the United States of America, but to our neighbors to the north, of course, in Canada, is the, uh, the trucker convoy. And it's very interesting as we look at the response of government officials versus those media outlets that get let us get a peek at the regular John and Jane Doe response to what's going on up there and really to try to take the temperature of what Canada really feels about it. And to help us with that, Jim Richards. Uh, Jim Richards is a radio host of a flamethrower up there in Toronto. It's called The Rush, and uh, he's one of uh, Canada's uh, big talk show stars on one of their largest news talk stations. Uh, Jim, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show here in the Central Valley of California. Great to have you with us. Hey there, Mike. Uh, thanks for lying about me, but I uh, appreciate it. Uh, nice being here. <laughs> hey, listen, you're uh, obviously you're you're close to the source there. Got your finger on the pulse of what's going on. Uh, let Let's start with what kinds of reactions are are you hearing from the John and Jane Doe public to uh, some of the local government reactions to the truckers and and the message that they're trying to portray. The to set the scene, uh, Ontario has been uh, the province of Ontario in Canada, specifically the Toronto area, has been the most locked down uh, with mandates and restrictions in North America, at least maybe in the world. So we see that through we see what's going on through that sort of prism right now, and with Omicron. We can see, it's funny because this has been used so often that the light is, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But finally, we have a process in many of the provinces in Canada to kind of open up slowly and make sure that we don't necessarily overwhelm the medical system. So what we've seen over the last little while is uh, people who have kind of been on side with the truckers who, I, I have to say, when it comes to vaccine mandates, they have they have a point that many in Canada don't necessarily agree with. The point is that they don't want to lose their job for uh, not being vaccinated. But when you break that down, it's, it's 10% of truckers in Canada. And many of them, if the government did change that rule, many of them still wouldn't be able to drive to the United States because America has the exact same rule. You can't get into America as a trucker unless you're vaccinated. So, uh, they might be able to try to uh, get the Canadian government to change that rule, but it wouldn't have any effect. So what this has really been, Mike, is kind of more of a, a symbol for everyone who has just been so frustrated and locked down and lost jobs and dealing with depression because of what the pandemic has done to everybody worldwide, but maybe a little more specifically to uh, Canadians, at least in Ontario, where Toronto is, um, you know, uh, the frustration and the willingness to just get on with things has overwhelmed people. 
This may sound like a ridiculous question, but just to ask it, are people... Do we have McDonald's in Canada? Yeah. (laughs) Are people as frustrated there as they are here? I mean, people really have had it, and yet many of our government officials uh, tend to be tone deaf. Is, Is that what you're saying there? Yeah, I mean... You know, I think there was a point during the pandemic where they wanted the do- they wanted the they wanted the politicians who were listening to the doctors who knew what they were doing because we would see things where okay we're opening up just because of public outrage but they wouldn't pay attention to the doctors and then we would close down just as quickly so yeah people you know I think politicians have been doing their best to kind of balance the outrage from the people who would be the follow to the doctor's crowd to the people who are, I'm losing my business when you're shutting us down all of the time and seeing the economy, the local economy be hurt. So uh, governments have tried to you know, walk that tightrope, but certainly what we're seeing now is this uh, movement kind of being um, poster child, for lack of a better term, for people who just are sick and tired of uh, not living, being able to live their life in the manner that they want to. So it sounds like the truckers are really giving uh, the voice uh, to people who might not otherwise be heard. I think that's true, but I think there's also a tipping point right now where mm. a lot of people who uh, were on side with the truckers don't know what they're not going to meet with. The prime minister is not going to meet with them. They're not going to change the mandate. Um, and so there's a certain point right now where even people who had a lot of goodwill for them, who were on their side initially, are saying, okay, maybe you got to pull up stakes and you got to stop making noise and let the people of Ottawa sleep at night because uh, idling uh, 18-wheelers and honking horns of big trucks uh, are not necessarily conducive if your apartment or condo is right next to that. Yeah, so I, I would think there's uh, a, a weariness factor after a while as this uh, as this prolongs. What's your sense? How how long are they willing to stay at this? Uh, it's a good question. There was uh, there was a report the other day that said twenty five percent of those trucks have kids in them. So they would, you know, when you think of mm-hmm. when you think of Canada, they are coming from one end of the country, say in British Columbia all the way to essentially uh, central Canada or the East Coast, closer to the East Coast than maybe central Canada. And some of these trucks were coming with uh, their entire family and living in these big cabs and stuff like that. So uh, there's, there's a real – some people have said, okay, these people are trying to use these kids as human shields so authorities don't move in and move them out. Uh, but it seems like people are – or you know what the answer is? I don't know. I, I really, I don't. It's hard to take the, the the pulse of what's going on in Ottawa right now because some people are just packed up because they didn't think they were going to stay more than a weekend, and they've been there, uh, you know, a week, but 10, 13, 14 days now. And so I, I, I don't know. I, I, nobody knows. And the local authorities uh, learned a lot of lessons here because I'll tell you something, Mike. They, the truckers did the same thing. They tried to do the same thing in Toronto, but Toronto wouldn't allow them to park anywhere, so they couldn't hunker down. And they've tried the same thing in the Quebec capital of Quebec City, 
they wouldn't allow them to hunker down. They wouldn't give them parking spots, and they just kept them moving. So it became more of a parade than anything else. So uh, it, it, it could it could last another week. It could last a month. I, I don't know. But the restrictions in Ontario uh, are going to be uh, opening up in the next couple of weeks. So maybe uh, they'll be able to ceremonially say that they've got a win here by that happening. Uh, because a lot of people are saying, oh, no, the government's going to be opening up anyway. And the truckers are going to be able to claim that as a win. And I'm not sure that that's accurate, although provinces like Alberta and Saskatchewan have started to open up. And it looks like their governments or more populist governments might have been bowing to public pressure rather than listening to doctors. We're speaking with Jim Richards, uh, one of Toronto's or perhaps Toronto's major talk show host, as he's bringing us up to speed on what's happening with the uh, the trucker situation up there. Uh, Jim, quick question for you. I'm thinking of you know supply chain issues that are going to be affected by this if they are not already. And one of the major issues, at least for me and my recollection of visiting your area up there is is this going to affect supplies to the tim hortons stores <laughs> could very well mike you uh, know canadians really well uh it's interesting because we talked to the mayor of windsor windsor's right across the river from detroit and the biggest um, the, the biggest kind of trade bridge within North America. America's biggest trading partner, many people may or may not know, is Canada. And so that bridge is essential. It has been closed down by another protest. And so when you think of supply chain and on-time delivery when it comes to both countries' auto sector, it comes right off the truck and then it goes to the assembly line. So there's there's calls that this needs to be resolved because auto uh, the the assembly line at plants on both sides of the border might be shut down, but it's also going to affect uh, grocery stores in Canada if groceries aren't coming from places like uh, your area in California. Uh, there could be a pro- products shortage on some of the the shelves in Canadian uh, supermarkets. So that is sent, essentially is. Uh, something that's going to happen. But that doesn't happen because the 10% of Canadian truckers who aren't vaccinated can't go to America. Apparently, the flow of trucks across the border have not been affected since January the 17th when the rule came into effect in Canada that all Canadian truckers going back and forth across the border had to be vaccinated. Again, despite the fact that America has the same rule. So I don't know what, if Canada changed that rule, what would actually happen. Jim, and I know it's been a, a long afternoon, long day for you. Uh, final question here for you. You mentioned that the prime minister is not going to meet with him. Uh, is, what, why do you think the government officials do not want to meet with these folks? Is it because that uh, it might give them some status, or do they truly consider them inconsequential? Any any thoughts there? The, uh, I, I don't know if- well, you know, the, the the protest, the rally, the occupation, it's been described as a lot of different things. Um, but the grassrootsness of it and the way that it captured the imagination of uh, the common man in Canada 
is, is one thing, but it was started by a bunch of people who many people uh, might say are bigots. And that's how the prime minister has chosen, again, chosen to describe them. And let's keep in mind that in the initial days, a lot of these protests, uh, uh, good or bad, had people in Canada, in Canada, waving Trump flags. Uh, there were swastikas being what waved. There was Confederate flags, and that got the backup of a lot of people who chose to throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, "Okay, all of these people uh, are 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 just that. They're uh, they're bigots. All of them are, rather than recognizing that this movement uh, has captured the hearts and minds of many Canadians, and not just the people who started it. So." Uh, that's been the problem uh, for for the the effort to get their their message out. Uh, that you know a lot of people, including the media, uh, have maybe not fairly been portraying the you know the the, the, the people who uh, this resonates with and have chosen this to be the symbol of their their rage after you know almost two years of lockdowns. Real quick question before we let you go. Reports of violence. Are you seeing violence there or is that? No. No. Okay. No, there's no, there's no violence. There's a lot of people who can't sleep in Ottawa who don't like uh, horn honking at uh, three o'clock in the morning. Although truckers will say, Hey, we have a mandate where we don't beep our horns from eight, eight night till eight in the morning. But uh, I I would not say uh, there's been any, any violence it might be uncivil when you know people who live in a city are confronted by uh squatters on the street but uh there's been no violence jim richards our guest talk show host on the rush up in uh, toronto jim great great report from you thanks so much for giving us time and hopefully we can uh, maybe get you back coax you back here uh, back here to talk with us in the in the very near future thanks for your time today my friend and uh, best to you you're welcome all right thank, thanks thank, so much thank Jim. you take care all right we'll continue uh, that discussion about truckers in Canada what's happening here in the US and how the White House is responding to what's going on in Canada all that coming up in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV the Mike Douglas show every weekday at three on Power Talk 1360 KFIV Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heads up in Sonora, both northbound and southbound 49 at Parrots Ferry Road. We have one-way traffic control in effect till 5 p.m. Expect 10-minute delays or use an alternate route. In Tracy, it's a stop-and-go ride westbound 205 slam between MacArthur Drive and Grand Line Road. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Cal Recycle. Want to make sure your recycling actually gets recycled? Californians are recycling smarter with tips on how to empty, dry, and sort properly. Visit iRecycleSmart.com to take your recycling to the next level. That's iRecycleSmart.com. Do your part. Recycle smart. I love when my friends stop by, but to help keep my friends and my family safe, I always spray Lysol in my home before guests arrive and again after they leave. Nothing kills more viruses on more surfaces than Lysol disinfectant spray. Lysol, what it takes to protect. 
uses directed. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name is Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And does. Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Watching TaxLayer calculate your refund feels like climbing to the apex of a roller coaster. And flying down the tracks. <laughs> At maximum refund speed. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. Biden's massive spending plan has expanded America's money supply and taken money out of your pocket. But you can fight back against runaway inflation by sheltering your IRA or 401k with gold through Birch Gold Group. This is Stephen K. Bannon, and I'm proud to be a customer of Birch Gold. Join me. Birch Gold has created a free info kit on protecting your retirement with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Just text the words SHELTER to 989898. Text SHELTER to 989898 and learn how to shelter your IRA or 401k with gold. Getting your home ready for the big game? Don't drop the ball. Call the real MVP. That's Roto-Rooter. Put their 80 years of experience to work for you 24-7, 365. So call your local Roto-Rooter today at 1-800-GET-ROTO or online at rotorootersca.com. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. Had an excellent conversation with Jim Richards, a talk show host up in Toronto. Very, very good, balanced perspective on what's happening up there. My question for you is what happens if that happens here? Do you think it would happen here? Do you think truckers here would uh, lock things down? Uh, Jim talked about a tipping point. What do you think our tipping point is? As you think about the lockdowns and forcing kids to have uh, masks in schools and the vaccine mandates and such, what's our tipping point? Are we beyond it or... Are we just doing nothing about it? What do you think? K 
Can that happen here? What's happening in Canada? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Uh, very interesting, the White House's response to all of this. Uh, Jen Psaki, of course, the um, president's press secretary, says uh, the White House has been very focused on what's going up there on the border. We're in very close contact and coordination with the Custom and Border uh, Protection Team and Canadian counterparts, Michigan Governor Whitmer and industry stakeholders. And But here's what's very interesting as, as I play her second comment. Notice what's missing from it. Notice what's missing. The blockade poses a risk to supply chains for the auto industry because the bridge is a key conduit for motor vehicles, components, and parts, and delays risk-disrupting auto production. What does she not talk about at all? The real issue. The real issue of why they're there. Do you notice that? That's called misdirection. That's called misdirection. That's calling your attention to other things that the White House wants you to pay attention to while they are purposefully trying to cause you to avoid it looking at the real issue. The real issue is at least 10% of those truckers are worried uh, about their future, about their kids' future. They're uh, worried about the mandates and losing their jobs. They're worried about a lot of the same things that worry, we're worried about. Do you think it could happen here? Have we reached that tipping point yet? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. I thought it was very interesting, uh, Jen Saki's comment, that, gee, the, the blockade could disrupt supply chains, especially in the automotive sector. Well, yes, Ms. Saki, that's the whole point of what they're doing is to disrupt things, to call attention to what they're trying to say. And I thought it was very interesting that uh, the prime minister uh, is not going to engage at all about these issues. So as, uh, as we look at what's happening here, and by the way, next, uh, next week on the 15th, on Tuesday... Um, allegedly, uh, the governor is uh, going to lift uh, the mandates that we have on, on masking, uh, especially, well, specifically for those who have been uh, vaccinated. But it all depends on that emergency declaration. Now, he still has that power. My question is, and again, what I'm concerned about is all these mandates, the lockdowns, the mandates about vaccines, the mandates about masking, and the fact that we have now heard, thanks to media that digs a little bit and looks for alternative voices, we've heard from people like Dr. Marty Makari from Johns Hopkins University and many others, and we know there are more than uh, one side. To, there's more than one side to the science here. There are competing scientific theories, and yet we're not hearing that in the mainstream media, which seems to be intent on just giving us the government perspective. How long will we put up with that? Are we at a tipping point the way those truckers are in Canada about the mandates? 
Our number here, area code 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. We'll continue that conversation and uh, tell you a little bit about earlier this week. Power Talk 1360, KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360, KFIV. How do you let your partner know that you're in the mood? We here at Roman have heard that some folks use cold words to tell their partner that they're ready. Let's say you're at a crowded restaurant on Valentine's Day. The food is great, but I feel like we should go feed the cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should. So whatever you call it, be ready this Valentine's Day with Roman. Roman helps you take care of ED as conveniently and discreetly as a cold word. So when the moment's right, you're ready. Consult with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional today at GetRoman.com slash feed it. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Good afternoon in Dogtown, both eastbound and westbound 88 at Liberty Road. Intermittent closures for utility work until 4.30 this afternoon. Expect 10-minute delays. In Tracy, it's a bumper-to-bumper ride this afternoon, westbound 205 between MacArthur and Grand Line Road. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune in news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. With the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes, every score change during Super Bowl 56, someone wins $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. See rules and enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com. By now, you've heard the news. Boosters for Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson vaccines are available. They help keep your immunity strong and help keep you and others protected against COVID-19 and its variants. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find out if you're eligible and to find a booster near you. Let's keep each other safer and healthier this winter. Get your booster, and don't forget to get your flu shot, too. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. Guys, are you tired of being tired? Frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat. If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds. And more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest. I tried a different product. And I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand. And I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra strength, all natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. What do you get when you cross an MBA, veteran, and mortgage expert? Plenty to chew on. That's what. Catch Real Estate Jerky with host Ed Farco and his trusty sidekick, Marlene Champlin, every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. Spicy. Love is in the air on the free iHeartRadio app. Set the mood for your Valentine with Love Songs Radio, playing the most romantic songs of all time. Feeling nostalgic? Go to ValentineMachine.com. Enter an anniversary date and get a playlist of the most popular love songs from that year. All you need is love and the free iHeartRadio app. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. iHeartRadio. 
This report is sponsored by Allstate. Saving money feels pretty good. So lower your rates, not your expectations. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Overnight lows tonight will be mild, clear skies, bountiful sunshine on Thursday. There's an outside shot that a few locales may set February monthly records. Highs mid-70s to near 80. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And back with you here on the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas, your concierge for conversation. Happy to be back with you live and local here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. My thanks to Ed Parco, our good buddy from Real Estate Jerky on Saturdays, Sundays. Appreciate uh, Ed stepping in on Monday. I'll tell you uh, just a, a tad about that in a second. By the way, have you heard uh, related to what we're talking about, the truckers up in Canada, uh, what tipping point appears to be happening there, according to Jim Richards, a talk show host up in the area. Very interesting, Jim's uh, comment that originally a lot of public uh, support for those truckers but now that this thing is dragging on, he's, he's, he's saying, yeah, maybe a, a tipping point is uh, being approached here where people are saying, you know, maybe we've had enough of this, uh, tired of the horns honking and not getting supplies through. It's very interesting. So wh- where are we on this, do you think? Uh, are we destined to experience the same type of uh, uh, trucker revolt, so to speak, here in the United States of America? Uh, have we or are we reaching a tipping point with the mandates? I think a lot of people are just fed up with the government mandates. What do you think? 209-551-3483. Have we reached our tipping point? And if so, what's the next step? 209 551 Three. Uh, just a quick note, uh, by the way, I um, had some eye surgery on uh, on Monday. And again, thanks to Ed Parco for uh, stepping in. I had completely uh, expected to be back on Tuesday because all the uh, written information and what I've been told was, yeah, you should be seeing in a, in a couple of hours afterwards, certainly by the next day. Well, <clears throat> a uh, slight hiccup occurred. And uh, probably my eyes fault. But anyway, bottom line was uh, we had a little uh, problem there, and I still can't see out of the eye. But I am assured, I am assured that in about five days I should be able to see out of my left eye. So um, I, <laughs> I've got this eye patch on, and uh, I just put on my my pirate hat and my long-suffering wife. Uh, you know, bless her heart, puts up with with all of this. So instead of Pastor Mike behind the microphone today, you've got Pirate Mike behind the microphone. Oh, all right. So anyway, uh, it's one of those things. By the way, it's one of those things, and I'll put my pastor hat on here for a moment. It's a reminder, I think, for all of us to be grateful for the little things. To make take nothing for granted, to be to be grateful for what we have and and thankful for it. And sometimes we don't realize how important things are that we take for granted until they're not there, even uh, temporarily. So 
Thank you for uh, your patience in uh, allowing me uh, two days off uh, to deal with that. <clears throat> and I'll look forward to seeing stereo instead of mono here, uh, hopefully, around the first of next week. All right, talking about the, uh, the whole issue of mandates and how destructive they've been. Uh, tomorrow, I read that there's going to be a, a press conference 8 o'clock in the morning up in Sacramento. There is a, uh, a few legislators, both from the Assembly and the Senate, who are urging passage of Assembly Concurrent Resolution 46, sponsored by Assemblypersons Kylie and Gallagher, uh, and also Senate Concurrent Resolution 5, sponsored by Senator Melissa Mendez. And here's, here's the crux of it. It'll be very interesting to see uh, what happens here. My guess is that a predominantly Democratic legislature is not going to go for this. But the point is, they're saying, look, the governor is required to terminate the state of emergency at the earliest possible date the conditions warrant. Now, in the event that that doesn't happen, the legislature has the legal power to terminate the emergency by a concurrent resolution. And that's what uh, ACR 46 and SCR 5 are designed to do. They're declaring that the state of emergency proclaimed by Governor Gavin Newsom on March 4, 2020 is at an end and that the emergency powers granted to the governor as a result of that proclamation are terminated. They also make the point that if the governor himself can attend a football game without a mask and Los Angeles can host 70,000 people at the Super Bowl, we are no longer living under an emergency. All right, so it'll be very interesting to see. I'll give you uh, who the sponsors are, who the supporters are, who's going to be at that press conference in a couple minutes. Right now, let's go back to the phones, area code 209-551-3483. We're talking about have we reached the same kind of tipping point that the truckers have up in Canada? Are we reaching the point where the mandates are, have just been too much, too much destruction, too many jobs lost, too much uh, destruction for our children. Have we reached that point? Let's see what uh, let's see what you say. Two zero nine five five one three four eight three. We'll start with David from Modesto. Hi, David. Welcome. What are your thoughts about that? Hello, Mike. Well, I originally just called to let you know or pass the word on. I'm praying for you with your eye situation. Eyes are precious, and um, it's important. Thank you. Um, anyway, my thoughts on on it, I reached the tipping point a long time ago on this uh, masking and throwing up these expensive tents outside of every restaurant and just the changing uh, Dr. Crouchy's flip-flopping on all kinds of things. I'm tired of it. I have been. I, I think it's a shame that this, what I understand this Justin Trudeau's not speaking to his people, and that's a problem. I mean, you're supposed to be representing them, listening to them, and hear yeah. what they have to say, and then give them an answer. Tell them why you're doing what you're doing. So that's it. Yeah, David, I, I sense 
that Justin Trudeau has really an attitude of arrogance and that he, and it's just my opinion, that it, that he lives in a bubble and that he's unwilling to listen to anything outside that bubble and, and he is misconstruing a lot of the issues. Uh, again, he's he's talking about racism and swastikas and this and that and the other thing, not talking about the issue, which is or are the mandates and the complaints about the harm the mandates are doing. Uh, David, I, I my, my other question for you as you're thinking about this, some great points that you make, and, and you said you're, you're beyond the, the tipping point. Uh, where do you think we need to go from here as far as the, the public goes? We, we see people in, uh, going to school board meetings and uh, the, being rejected in, in many different cases. We see uh, here legislators that are saying, look, we need to end this emergency uh, declaration. What do you think are the next steps that guys like you and me need to take to uh, see this ship? write it and, and get well, on a good course. I've heard you talk about the peaceful resistance or passive resistance kind of thing before. and That's about all we can do. Um, uh, as far as I can say, can't be breaking laws. Um, but I think it's, there's always going to be something now. They're going to spin the wrong direction. I mean, uh, just to keep everybody in turmoil, I think it's kind of a, a plan. I mean, how much worse could you have done anything that, than this president? I, I used to be a high school woodshop teacher, and my any of my students could have been, done a better job uh, on the border or on so many other things, on Afghanistan. I'm not kidding. He just did everything wrong, and they're just like, oh, well, close the book, turn the page, whatever you want to say. Let's forget about it. Move on. And uh, let's there's something else up somewhere else so that you're you're not looking at it. When I thought about Justin Trudeau today, I thought about Marie Antoinette and her attitude. You're right, arrogant. Yeah. She's an arrogant person, it seems like, from what I've heard. David, uh, some, some great points there, and I so much appreciate uh, your comment there about resisting appropriately, but resisting, standing and, and resisting, and, and not just you know cowering in the background. Uh, David, great call. Look forward to you calling again. Great thoughts there. David from Modesto, thanks so much for joining us today. You're listening You're to well. the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. So as, as we're thinking about this, just uh, Jim Richards, uh, talk show host up in uh, Toronto, talking uh, to us during the first half of our show, telling us that Justin Trudeau isn't, uh, isn't going to meet with, he's not going to listen to uh, these, uh, these truckers and their complaints about the mandates. In fact, uh, it sounds like he really has uh, retreated into his bubble and he's really uh, not access, uh, accessible. So what do you think would happen if truckers in the United States uh, blocked uh, certain major arteries, uh, travel arteries here in uh, the United States of America? Do you think President Biden would meet with the truckers? Do you think he would listen to them? Do you think he would hear them out uh, at either publicly or, or privately? 
What do you think? Or would he follow the Justin Trudeau model and retreat back into the uh, bowels of the White House and not uh, not come out and talk to the folks that helped him get there? What do you think? Would Joe Biden meet with those truckers if that happened here in the United States of America? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Speaking of mandates and masks in schools, the Centers for Disease Control and the director, Rochelle Walensky, will not let go of the school mandate for masks. The CDC is hanging on to it. And according to what we've heard from Jen Psaki at the White House, the White House is supporting uh, the CDC. The CDC is supporting the White House. And so here we are with uh, kids suffering under these absolutely ridiculous mask mandates. We'll talk about that in a moment here on the Mike Douglas Show. Again, our phone number 209-551-3483. Do you think? Joe Biden would meet with truckers about their concerns about the mandates. 209-551-3483. We'll continue the conversation in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A new accident in Empire has got your foot on the brakes. Highway 132 at Santa Fe Avenue. It's a minor crash reported emergency crews on the way. Manteca southbound 99 slowing between 120 and Main Street and then you'll ride the brakes again from Briggsmore to Tuolumne Boulevard. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by KickItCA.org. The journey to quit vaping isn't easy, but you have the power to do it. Your story to quit for good is yours to tell, and we're here to help. For free quit support, visit KickItCA.org today. If you've been injured in an accident, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. They'll protect your health and finances by dealing with insurance companies and medical professionals so you can focus on your health. Drake Law Firm has recovered over $150 million for their clients, and you don't pay anything until your case settles. If you've been in an auto accident or hurt as a result of a slip and fall, before you do anything, call Drake Law Firm. 209-4-900-900. That's 209-4-900-900. You're safe with Drake. Attention drivers in the Stanislaus County area. The free smog check program continues with a virtual event model. Call the good people at Valley Can for a free smog check. If it fails, you get a $500 electronic voucher for free car repairs. When you call them, the staff will set you up with an appointment at a Star Smog Repair Shop near you. At the shop, the car will get a free smog check. If the car passes, you will get a smog certificate. If it fails, your emissions-related repairs are free up to $500. So call the Valley Can team at 1-800-806-2004. That's 1-800-806-2004. Or for more details, visit valleycan.org. It's the free smog check program for all Stanislaus County drivers and the San Joaquin Valley. Call right now for a free smog check. 1-800-806-2004. This program is not for diesel vehicles. 
For official disclaimers, visit valleycan.org, a program of the Valley Air District. Hey, Mario Lopez here, and I don't know about you, but I am stoked to get outdoors again, dining at restaurants, watching live music. It's so great to have it all back, but with privilege comes responsibility. Make sure you're doing your part to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. Getting tested is easy at COVID Clinic. Go to covidclinic.org to book an appointment at no cost to the patient. COVID Clinic has locations conveniently located all throughout the state. So visit covidclinic.org to find the closest one to you. Again, that is covidclinic.org. Getting your home ready for the big game? Don't drop the ball. Call the real MVP. That's Roto-Rooter. Put their 80 years of experience to work for you 24-7, 365. So call your local Roto-Rooter today at 1-800-GET-ROTO or online at rotorooterca.com. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, Mike Douglas back with you as your concierge for conversation. We are T-minus three days. What are you talking about, Mike? T-minus three days until the Mike Douglas Show goes Two hours a day, that's right. Coming up on Monday the 14th, Valentine's Day happens to be. Uh, we will uh, expand to two hours a day. I'm so much looking forward to that and hope you are too. So beginning Monday, we'll be with you two hours a day. And by the way, uh, football fans, just a, a note for you, the coverage of the Super Bowl uh, begins at 11 a.m. Uh, this Sunday here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And uh, I want to come back to this issue of the uh, emergency declaration uh, that Governor Gavin Newsom uh, put into effect uh, back in March 2020. Isn't it amazing what's happened since March 2020, how our world here has been turned upside down, how... The state has been turned upside down. So uh, tomorrow morning, there's a press conference and there's a concurrent resolution, both from the Assembly and from the Senate. And these are all Republicans uh, that are sponsoring this that basically uh, uses a uh, a legal uh, facet in California law that allows the legislature to terminate an emergency declaration by Uh, the governor, through a concurrent resolution. Uh, And there the sponsors are saying that the state of emergency proclaimed by Governor Newsom back on March 4, 2020, is at an end, and that the emergency powers granted to the governor as a result of that proclamation are terminated. That's what they hope to do. Just to give you a few reference points on who uh, the folks are who will be at that press conference by name, Uh, The sponsors uh, of Assembly Concurrent Resolution 46, Kevin Kiley and James Gallagher, and also lining up uh, in support of that, Assembly Member Tom Lackey and Assembly Member Kelly Serrato and Assembly Member Randy Vopel. All of those supporting it. And then on the Senate side, the Senate Concurrent resolution number five is sponsored by Senator Melissa Melendez, and uh, backing her up is Senator Jim Nielsen. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. They'll be announcing that uh, tomorrow 
at a press conference in Sacramento. Well, I've been talking about mandates and masks and such. Well, the White House is basically insisting that the uh, CDC has it right. Uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki has said that the White House and the, (laughs) the White House understands the growing impatience over wearing face masks during the ongoing COVID pandemic. I think that's an understatement. I'm, I'm not sure that the White House really understands the growing impatience. I think we're, uh, that we're beyond that tipping point. Uh, Press Secretary Saki said she insists that the CDC guidelines will continue to be based upon science and data. Well, uh, that's true. It will be based upon science and data, but it will be based upon probably the science and data that backs up the White House's position. And and any science and data that disagrees with that, uh, YouTube will certainly uh, take off of its uh, social media platform, and probably the mainstream media will not tell you about it either. Uh, She said CDC officials are constantly evaluating COVID guidelines and insisted that face masks work. She insisted that face masks work Hmm. and advised Americans to continue following CDC guidelines on wearing masks in crowded indoor and outdoor settings. How what, what mystifies me? Maybe you have an idea why the leaders of the Democratic Party are doing this. And and maybe you can give me some insights. 209-551-3483. Despite so much evidence to the contrary that the masks really aren't helping, and in fact they're damaging students in uh, elementary schools and junior high schools, middle schools, high schools, damaging their ability to learn, and we, we see, again, data coming from people like Dr. Marty McCary at Johns Hopkins University, and they've done their own study without governmental funds. And they're saying the exact opposite. This is, this is ridiculous. The lockdowns are unnecessary. Why are the Democratic leaders, both in Washington, D.C. and Sacramento, Why are they not just saying, we recognize, yep, there are these other points of view, and why aren't they letting go of it? It would seem to me, and again, I'm I'm trying to get into their heads, and, and it's difficult for me. If I wanted to win an election in November of 2022, I think that I would say, yeah, you know, we've we have reviewed these other scientific studies and and we see that there are other points of view from legitimate sources and we think it's time that we revise that. And speaking of that, 8 out of 9 Bay Area counties are going to lift indoor mask mandates next week. Remember, counties can have more stringent rules, so uh, out of all the nine Bay Area counties, they're going to lift uh, the uh, mask mandates for vaccinated folks. Everyone except, every county except Santa Clara County, where health officials say the coronavirus numbers are still a bit high. 
Well, of course they're high. It's a virus. That, that's what viruses do. I just don't get it. Well, we'll explore that question and more tomorrow at 3 p.m. Thanks for joining me today. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Mike Douglas here with the Mike Douglas Show. We'll revisit you tomorrow at 3 here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Have a wonderful night.